0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from the Bhagavad Gita, Chapter 10, The Opulence of the Absolute While discussing the subject of spirituality among different audiences, certain reservations, doubts invariably pop up. People complain that they cannot see God at work and He is not present in person before their eyes and that they have no direct experience of His existence. Show me God and then only I will believe in Him is what they say. So in chapter number 10, Krishna explains how the spiritualist or a seeker or anyone in general can simultaneously perceive God as the source of the creation and also see God within the creation. However, we must remember this requires more than an intellectual understanding. It actually calls for a transformation of one's consciousness and revelation from within. So from text number one to seven, the theme is Krishna is explaining how he is the source of everything in this creation. So modern science is founded upon the methodology of uh, ascending knowledge where one attempts to understand reality in its fullest extent by empirical research based on their sense perception and experimentation. So Krishna makes a simple but powerful uh, rebuttal of such an approach. He explains how something which has been created cannot understand its source independently. For example, if one wanted to ascertain the identity of their father using an experimental approach, it would be highly impractical and most likely inconclusive. However, if one accepted the testimony of their mother first and subsequently experimented, such an approach is more practical and would more likely be successful. In the same way, all material and spiritual creations have their source in Krishna. And one who approaches him can get scientific insight into their identity and purpose. Later Krishna will explain how such knowledge can actually be directly perceived. So that means experimentation is not denied. But if we simply accept the authority of the scriptures and then you experiment, a lot of our extra endeavor and hard work is reduced because we just narrow down all the options instead of testing everyone, experimenting with everything. We have only one or two individuals or candidates and if we believe in Krishna then we only have one. Krishna is saying he is the source. Now let me find out. Let me experiment. Follow the process like that. So text number one Shri Bhagavanu Acha Bhuya Eva Mahabaho The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Listen again, O mighty-armed Arjuna. Because you are my very dear friend, for your benefit, I shall speak to you further, giving knowledge that is better than what I have already explained. In text number 7, or chapter number 7, Krishna told Arjuna, I'm giving you this knowledge in full after knowing which you will not need to know anything else then he gives him confidential knowledge and more confidential knowledge but what is being discussed here in chapter number 10 is even better than all that has been discussed by Krishna till now and what is that he's going to explain now and you may find it very simple but uh, it is not that simple because if krishna does not reveal himself as such as he is explaining about himself in this chapter even the yogis and jnanis cannot know him fully so this is a very very special knowledge he is giving which is not easily accessed text 2 name viduh surgana prabhavam nama harshayah devanam maharshinam cha Neither the hosts of demigods nor the great sages know my origin or opulences, for in every respect I am the source of the demigods and sages. Even the great powerful devatas and great rishis who are so so knowledgeable cannot understand Krishna and his origin or his powers, his opulences. So what to speak of people like us, why? Because we are the created and Krishna is the creator. So the created cannot understand the source of his creation independently unless he hears from the right authority or unless the source himself reveals himself to us. So nobody knows, even the great powerful rulers cannot know him, the great evolved sages cannot know Krishna so easily. <inaudible> And uh, now Krishna is explaining his opulence, he who knows me as the unborn, as the beginningless, as the supreme lord of all the lords, he only undeluded among men is freed from all sins. So that means only a person who understands the supreme divine position of Krishna can be freed from his karmas. Krishna is known as Mukunda. When he sees someone is taking interest in knowing him, then he becomes pleased. And because he's pleased, he sends his grace, and that grace purifies us from our sins. So, this is the safest path and also the easiest at the same time. But to understand Krishna's position, we need to hear, like we have been hearing in these podcasts. So, when we hear regularly, we understand the truth, and when we understand the truth, Krishna blesses us with the supreme mercy as he has already explained janma karma chame devyam evam yo veti deham punar janma neti suvarjana he says uh, my activities and my appearance in this world is divine it's not mundane and anybody who can understand the truth behind them is liberated he doesn't have to take any more material birth why? Krishna rewards that So somebody who can understand Krishna, he must have made uh, so much effort, put in extra effort so Krishna is pleased that this, this person has put in so much effort to know about me so then he sends his grace and that grace creates our good fortune that person is freed from all sins once he understands Krishna's position puts in that extra endeavor so no great thing has ever been achieved without some hard work so, if somebody has come to a level of understanding something about Krishna's position, he must have worked really hard, and therefore Krishna is pleased with our effort, and then he gives his mercy. So, if somebody thinks, "Oh, spiritual life is no little; uh, uh, it is difficult, and it is hard. There is so much austerity." But whoever, who's, whoever told you that spiritual life was easy is a fool. Where does it say that spiritual life would be easy? Even material life is not easy. There also you have to perform so much, put in so much endeavour, so much hard work is required. In spiritual life, we are trying to achieve the highest. So there will be some austerity, there will be some hard work. But understand that is a part of the process. Just because it is difficult doesn't mean we need to give it up. We have to continue because it is never easy. Because I mean for the highest. So we just continue. And when we continue, we certainly are rewarded with the revelations by Krishna's grace. Because he is pleased with our hard work, endeavor to know him. Text 4 and 5. Krishna continues to explain his supreme position. And simply by knowing this, Krishna has already explained in the previous verse that we can become free from sins. Buddhirgyana samoha Shama Satyam Damaha Shamaha. So come Dukkam Bhavo Bhavo Bhayam Cha Bhayam Eva Cha Ahimsa Samatatushtis Tapodanam Yasho Yashaha Bhavanti Bhava Bhutana Matta Eva Prithak Pithaha. Intelligence, Knowledge, Freedom from Doubt and Delusion, Forgiveness. Truthfulness, control of the senses, control of the mind, happiness and distress, birth, death, fear, fearlessness, non-violence, equanimity, satisfaction, austerity, charity, fame and infamy, all these varieties of qualities of living beings are created by me alone. So Krishna is saying that he is not just the creator of the gross things within this world but even the subtle things, as subtle as these qualities, they also come from Krishna. He is the source of everything, means source of everything that we come across in this world. Sarvakarana Karanam, he is the source, Janamadi Assyataha, God is one from whom everything emanates. So that's what Krishna is proving here. Vedanta Sutra has given a cryptic sutra, Janamadi Assyataha, the Supreme Lord is one from whom everything emanates. But who is that Supreme Lord, the name is not given. The name is given, Krishna. Brahma gives the name in Brahma Samhita. He says Govinda is the cause of all causes. Govinda is Krishna. Here Krishna is himself declaring that he is that source from whom everything has come into being. Maharshaya, Saptapurve. Chattavaro. Manavastatha. Madbhava. Manasajata. Yesamloka. Yamahaprajaha. Text 6. The seven great sages and before them the four other great sages and the manus come from me born from our mind and all the living beings populating the various planets descend from them so Krishna is the source of all sources there are seven great sages like Vyasadeva, uh, Kashyaprishi, Parushuram, Gautam like that and then there are four great sages the Sanak Sanatana, Sanandan and Kumar. they are the first sons of Brahma after Brahma they are born and then the Manus are born, the fathers of mankind. So they are all coming from Krishna, he says. So they are all secondary creators. Krishna is the primary creator. They are all working under his direction. Text 7. Vibhutim Yogena Yujyate Natra one who is factually convinced of this opulence and mystic power of mind engages in unalloyed devotional service, of this there is no doubt. Now Krishna is saying that anybody who understands this opulence of mind naturally would like to engage in my seva because we all like to serve the great. So if we understand Krishna's greatness, naturally we will be inclined to serve him. Right now, there is no inclination because we don't know who he is. What is his position? But that is possible to no, if we hear from the scriptures regularly, the scriptures explain, the sages have explained, Krishna himself is explaining. So unless we approach the scriptures, how will we ever know about his greatness? So it is therefore very important to regularly study or hear from the scriptures, learn from the devotees these scriptures, and then we can understand. Once we understand Krishna's supreme greatness, we naturally want to serve him in unalloyed devotional service. In our text number 8, 9, 10, and 11, uh, Krishna gives the uh, Chatush Loki bhagavad gita, the essence of the bhagavad gita. Even if you can't understand the entire gita, just read these four verses, these are known as Chatush Loki bhagavad gita. Mm-hmm. Text 8 Aham saravasya prabhava matah saravam pravartate <laughs> Text eight. I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worshiping with all their hearts. So he's basically summarizing what he has, whatever is spoken till now. So those who understand my supreme position, that I am the supreme Lord of all that be the spiritual and material worlds, they engage in my devotional service. And what are their symptoms? In the next verse he says, Machitā madgata prāṇā parasparam kathayantas nityam tushyanticha The thoughts of my pure devotees dwell in me, their lives are fully devoted to my service. And they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me three symptoms are described of the ones who engage in the Lord's devotional service how we can understand so he says uh, those who have understood Krishna's supreme position this is how they act this is how we can understand judge th- or know them their thoughts are always focused on Krishna their lives are fully dedicated to Krishna and when they come together they're not discussing some mundane subject matter but they are gre- deriving great satisfaction great bliss we are talking about Krishna. So there is no other thought in their mind. Such people. And how does Krishna reciprocate with such people? How does He reward them? Text 11. He says, To those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love. I give the understanding by which they can come to me. So people who are engaged in the Lord's devotional service they don't have to worry about anything, about how to advance further. Krishna from within their heart will give them the understanding uh, as to how to approach Krishna, how to advance in spiritual life further. We simply have to make an effort to engage in Krishna's devotional service beginning with hearing, chanting, remembering, worshipping. Under the guidance of some uh, bona fide representative of Krishna and gradually all the intelligence about how to advance further will be given by Krishna if he sees our sincere efforts And then uh, what else Krishna does to such people <laughs> to show them special mercy I dwelling in their hearts destroy with the shining lamp of knowledge the darkness born of ignorance right now our hearts are not attracted to Krishna because they are full of darkness there are are layers and layers of dirt contamination there is so much ignorance which is compared to darkness but when Krishna sees that we are becoming serious to advance in our service to him we are making Uh, consistent efforts sincere efforts then he understands as Paramatma within our heart and from within he supports us by giving us the necessary guidelines by necessary inspiration okay go there meet him go to a temple now you should go and attend some Gita courses so how do you think these thoughts arise in your mind all of a sudden it is Krishna who is guiding you from within he's inspiring because he's pleased with your sincerity either from this lifetime or you might think but I've not done anything in this lifetime No, it might be from past lifetime So these ele- uh, four verses are the essence of the Bhagavad Gita the heart of the Bhagavad Gita So this chapter begins with uh, Krishna Promising Arjuna to give him knowledge that is even more confidential that than what has been given so far and he says it is very difficult for even the great personalities to know him. But uh, uh, those who engage in his devotional service, knowing his supreme position, uh, they become free from sins. So, Krishna explains about his opulence, about his position, that not just the gross things, the subtle things such as qualities of intelligence, knowledge, happiness, distress, satisfaction, austerity, charity, everything comes from him and in fact all the other species in this world even the great progenitors of this world like Manu uh, and the great sages they also come from him and one who is convinced of Krishna's position and opulence naturally engages himself in devotional service and uh, now he wants to build on that point engagement in devotional service so he speaks the uh, Loki Bhagavad Gita he says somebody who knows me as the source of all spiritual and material worlds engages in my devotional service and what are their thoughts what are their symptoms of such people how can we know them their thoughts are only dedicated to Krishna they're only talking about him when they meet enlighten one another their lives are fully dedicated to Krishna's service so how does Krishna reciprocate to them he gives them the understanding by which they can advance further he gives them the further knowledge from within the heart by which the ignorance of or darkness of ignorance can be destroyed because it is ignorance it is darkness which uh, keep inspire which keeps inspiring us to engage more and more in wrong activities and sinful activities but krishna when he sees our sincere effort to advance in his service or to know him he gives the knowledge, the right knowledge from within and which helps us take the right decisions in life and not be overcome by the temptations of this world. So, mm, text number 1213, Arjuna has some question. After hearing about Krishna's supreme position, supreme opulence, Arjuna comes up with something very interesting, So, which we shall discuss in the next podcast. Thank you.